0: you found the playmakers on cbs sports radio 1140
2: all right golden knights montreal canadians game three in a series that is now a best of five and we are north of the border in canada and Lindsay, who are we watching tonight on the ice
1: well There's a person on the ice right now taking warm-ups that hasn't been on there since the Minnesota series, and that's one Mr. Tomas Nosek. And while warming up does not indicate playing time or being in the active lineup for tonight, that would be a huge, huge development for this team. He means so much to that bottom six, especially if we're dealing with the situation in which we are, where Chandler Stevenson isn't there. We're moving Alex Tuck up to that top line instead of on the third. So if he's good to go, I feel a lot better about, uh, about game three. To, or, yeah. It's game three tonight. Game three, um, And even if he's not, we're, we're going to be just fine, but it's just, I'm glad to see him back as we, as I said, we haven't seen him since the Minnesota series, but in terms of like who to watch on the Canadians, Tyler Toffoli, Pretty obvious answer. Scored the second goal is their leading or second goal in the last game. Their leading point getter in the playoffs. Armia though on the fourth line. I've read a, read a lot of stuff about him in the last couple of days, and he um, I, I think he had a goal in in, in that first game. But you usually, don't think of like fourth line guys as 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 people's first pick to get something done. But when we talked about uh, the matchups earlier and what happens in the playoffs with the top two lines, best on best off and cancel out, so that production has to come from somewhere else. He's a guy that has, that his teammates apparently have said he's uh, really good at doing a little bit of everything. And when when you have a guy that can be kind of a, a chameleon out there that knows the right place at the right time to be. And if things are going for Montreal uh, in, in terms of momentum-wise, where they're just spending a lot of time in their, in in the offensive zone, especially as a fourth line, he would be a guy that I would look at that might have a few pluses in front of his name if you're looking for, like, betting stuff. Sure. Versus, like I said, is kind of an easy pick. Caulfield will be kind of an easy pick, even though he hasn't scored since Game 1, just because of... of the 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 talent level that he has that can just kind of be uncorked at, at any time. Um, but Alex Tuck seems like a pretty good bet for me on uh, on, on the Golden Knights. Hopefully that, that change to the top line, if that's indeed what they're going to go with, um, kind of helps him go, get over the hump because he has been getting chances. He has been getting looks. He's probably been the most dominant player for the Golden Knights uh, for this series. He just isn't getting that finishing ability. And so maybe w- by playing with two of the players that we most associate with that on this team will, will we'll help out. And, you know, Alex Bertrangelo is playing at such a high level right now. And really the only guy that's, he's what kept in the game, game two. And it's not just because he's goal scoring. He, he's doing it all over the ice. And so, Um, Yeah, you're
2: hearing a lot more praise about Petrangelo and his defense and and his presence on the ice than any of the errors that he's made, especially recently in the last two series.
1: Things changed when he scored that overtime winner in Minnesota during the regular season, in their last regular season game up there. And since then, it has been nothing but a completely different level. Things have snapped in, and he's just really he would be the guy that I would trust. With everything, with And why wouldn't you? Because he's won a cup in the last couple of years. He's got a letter on his, on his chest for a reason. And there's a reason why you're paying him the amount of money for, for the term that you are. And so, but you want to, if, if the second line stays quiet again tonight, and we might need to start mixing some, some things up even more on the lineup, but we don't know what that lineup is going to technically be. So it'll be kind of a, a, a reintroduction to see what uh, adjustments both of these teams make and how that plays out through this game. Cause I think it's, it's, I look at games in pairs because you have one game to set the tone and another game to, to adjust to it. And then that next one, that's when things tend to really change, especially when you see as much lineup movement as we are between these two squads.
2: Well, tonight will be a certain table setter for Game 4 in terms of adjustments, but the 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 task at hand right now is to steal one from Montreal tonight with, a, you know, a clearly a number of changes when it comes to the lineup for the Golden Knights in Montreal. will have to make some adjustments to that lineup. But again, if they play the kind of... Defense that they've been known to play throughout the playoffs, and certainly what happened in game two, Mm -hmm. these tweaks that head coach Pete DeBoer made for the Golden Knights may not matter too much unless we can come on court. Yeah. Because that's where, I mean, and again, we've talked about where the offense has been coming from. It hasn't been coming from while they're getting helpers from Mm -hmm. Patches and Stone. It's not where the offense has been coming from.
1: Yeah, Pete DeBoer's job is to prepare the team. It is the player's job to be ready. Those are two very different concepts, two very different words that often get confused for one another. And, and, And you're right. And that's why with all of these kind of things up in the air it almost favors the Golden Knights to at least getting off to a better start because at least there's a little bit more pep in the step there's change in the air there's a little bit more of an energy that they're going to bring especially since they're not here relying on the energy that our building provides with how loud it is and has been over the last few games and so it's there's a lot of stuff up in the air right now, but the one thing that can't be up in the air is the Golden Knights effort level in the in those opening minutes and not getting too far behind if they do end up not being the first on the scoreboard, and what I don't mean by getting too far behind, it, it's not in the in the tallies and actual goals, and just in terms of puck possession, um, um, time spent, dictating pace, time in the in in the uh, Montreal Canadiens' offensive zone. They can't go into their shell and they can't settle for those outside shots because Carey Price will take this series over. He doesn't take that much, so they need to do a better job of challenging him, and and challenging him through the middle because it's just. You can't rely on 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 shots through screens off the face-offs to be your only uh, your only way to get offensive traction. And price, is, and
2: price has been incredibly locked in here. Uh, clearly, you know there's he's been making he's been doing this spectacular, but the less spectacular he has to be, the more favorable it is for Montreal to take this one tonight.
1: Absolutely, and I think it really is a difference not not just in terms of spending time in that offensive zone, but sometimes the Golden Knights when they're when they're getting shots in in high frequencies they'll kind of settle for flat layering and you're not really challenging price depth wise. Like we clearly have shown carry prices ability to laterally get to the back door and, and snare pucks out of there. You don't need to look that far at the Mark stone save in game one. He had multiple of them in, in game two backdoor door on, on Alec Martinez. And so if that's the case, you need to adjust where you're taking that shot. Maybe the play is correct because clearly you're getting time and space and getting the, the Montreal Canadian skaters away and, and finding open players, but maybe you're a little bit too close to carry price where you can't get the puck up over the glove angular wise. Maybe you have to be a little bit further out. Maybe you need to take a different angle entirely so you're not going more north-south and instead you're cutting that that 90 degrees to a 45. Like That's where those little chances and tweaks and changes need to happen for the Gold Knights. But in, in order to make those, in order to put those types of decisions in your hands, you have to be dominating. You have to be playing more to your identity because if you're spending all your time in your D zone and chasing the puck and not having any time or space to really do anything but move the puck to a different area. Move the puck to a different area like we saw in game two. Not at your disposal. So
2: Game three tonight, game four Sunday. It's going to be an interesting weekend for your Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Selkie Trophy has just been announced and it is not Mark Stone's, unfortunately, this year. How dare you? Uh, Florida Panthers captain Alexander Barkov is now Very the deserving. is the Selke Trophy winner. And uh, good luck, uh, good luck to Stone maybe next year. But yeah. he's got it's an bigger... excellent
1: chip to put on the shoulder for tonight, my right. friend. Well,
2: he's got bigger things to worry about, clearly. Exactly. Uh, this evening, so uh, enjoy the games, enjoy the weekend, everybody. We do have Dodgers baseball coming up for you. They are on the road at Arizona. That is just thirty-five minutes away. Uh, pre-game started five thirty, and a 640 first pitch from Chase Field in Phoenix. For Mark, making things sound nice. She's Lindsay. I'm Paul. We're back on Monday. That's the wrap on the playmakers for the week.
1: No,
0: six How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.